Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and it's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Basketball, Friday night, Indiana. There's a lot going on. We're glad you're with us. Hope you'll be with us for the pairing show on Sunday. Right now, though, let's talk some uh, ball, get some scores with the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Sam Fritz. Coach, a pleasure to be with you and a pleasure to be giving you guys the scores tonight. Let's kick it off with some Indiana High School boys basketball scores. Bedford North Lawrence defeated Seymour 54-37. Bloomfield went up against Eastern Green, Bloomfield winning 44-30. Pendleton Heights and Delta took to the court with Delta winning 60-56. Eastern Hancock faced off against Monroe Central, Hancock winning 59-31. Fountain Central against Crawfordsville with Fountain Central winning 42-34. Franklin and Whiteland had our first overtime battle of the night. Franklin won that game by two, 55-53. Indianapolis Riverside went up against Indianapolis International, 79-56 with Riverside winning in that one. Kokomo took on Muncie Central. Kokomo won handedly 62-38. Lebanon was up over North Montgomery 57-32. Lennon Stockton defeats North Davies 47-45. Logansport beats Twin Lakes 57-54. And McConaughey beats Western 66-41. Pacers tipped off at 9 o'clock. They currently trail 31-16 to the Denver Nuggets. Two minutes remaining in the first quarter. More scores to come for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Indiana Sports Talk. We are so glad that you could join us. A big week. This is a very big weekend for all of us. Very big weekend. We have the pairing show coming up on Sunday. Greg Rakestraw and I will be live from the IHSAA headquarters starting at nine. Excuse me, five o'clock, and uh, and we're going to be having some fun. So join us as we bring you the pairings everybody's excited about, and they should be. High school basketball tonight. Park Tudor beats Bethesda Christian 56-55 at the Horn. Tony Donahue on the call of this game. Hello, Tony. Hey, Bob. How are you? I'm great. Uh, you had a great game, obviously, to start the night with. What a fun night that was. Was it close all the way? You know, you know this as a head basketball coach. Basketball is a game of runs, and Bethesda got off to a 12 to three start in this game and pretty much controlled the entire first quarter. Uh, they took that lead in the halftime by five at 24 to 19. But then I've, I've called a lot of high school basketball games between the two teams tonight. We had eight and one opportunities. Seven of those were converted, and Park Tudor went on a massive 14 to three run to take the lead. They led by as many as eight at 48 to 40, but Bethesda came storming back, riding a seven-game winning streak. Uh, as we know, they're 11 and one now, 11 and two on the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, went back and mm-hmm. forth down that last 30 seconds. Park Tudor went to the line for two shots, missed them both. It was a one-point game. Bethesda drives down their leading scorer, Sam Malagan, who had 18 points tonight, uh, got a bucket off the window with 1.8 seconds to go. The team, some of the fans stormed the court, thought that it was it. The referees uh, blew the whistle. Park Tudor got a timeout with 1.8 seconds on the inbound pass. They inbounded it out of bounds to out of bounds. You know, you can do that that pass. That right. Somebody from out of bounds or from inbounds to out of bounds. And then they throw a heave cross court. Reminded me very much of one of my favorite plays in basketball history, Bryce Drew at the 1998 NCAA right. tournament. And Bethesda played it defensively perfect. You know, you were told 
bat that ball down, just bat it out of the air. Well, unfortunately, battled it into the hands of Bryce Petty, a part tutor, who caught it midair, put up a jumper with 1.8 seconds, and got it nothing but the bottom of the net. Uh, he ended up with nine <laughs> points on the night. We tweeted it to you at IND Sports Talk on Twitter uh, if anybody wants to go there and check it out. Uh, it was an incredible finish. Two buzzer beaters. Um, Bethesda was stunned. They thought they had it one. 1.8 was put on the clock, timeout, Park Tudor, and they get the game-winning jump shot at the horn. Man. Man. Oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> uh, this this game at Bethesda Christian, too, correct? Yeah, at Bethesda. Um, both teams, close starts, um, but a lot of three-pointers made there, especially in the second quarter. You know, Park Tudor only scored three points in the first quarter. It was 12-3 to after one. Then they exploded mm-hmm. 20 in the second uh, to get back into it. And uh, they, they, you know, you know how basketball is. It's a game of runs and momentum. And they went yeah. back and fought that fourth quarter. And when Park Tudor got up eight, you thought, all right, Park Tudor might have this one in the bag. But this is a Panther team that's been involved in a lot of close games that they haven't came out on the winning side of. Right. They do, right. They do so with the game winner with Bryce Petty at the horn. Well, Bethesda Christian comes in number three in single A. So they're, they're a good basketball team, and it's a Park Tudor team that's had some big wins against good teams. And so you knew this would uh, maybe possibly come down to the horn, maybe not the manner in which it did, but you knew it would be a great game. Yeah, we knew coming in tonight we were going to have a good one. Uh, Park Tudor has a lot of size. Uh, one of their big guys, Ruffin, who had nine points on the night, he was in foul trouble uh, most of the uh, most of the evening, he had three in the first half, and committed his fourth foul early in the third quarter, and sat out. And that's that with him off of the court is when Park Tudor went on their biggest run to take mm-hmm. the lead. Um, but yeah, they're a great team. Guys like Bryce Petty stepping in. I, I don't think Park Tudor is what their eight and five record shows. They're a team that are going to have something to prove in the tournament. And like you said, with Bethesda, top five team right now, eleven and two. Uh, the Malagan brothers average a combined 21 points a night. Uh, Luke Stuckey had some big shots tonight. So these are two teams that I think we're going to be talking about um, that will be in sectional finals and, 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 not, and, and, and possibly deeper into the tournament, depending on how the draw goes, which I know you have coming up on Sunday. Right. Tony Donahue, for whom did you work tonight, Tony? Indiana SRN? Indiana SRN, and I've got both semifinals tomorrow night of the City Alliance Tournament from Tech. Uh, Give us a call. Tony, thanks. Have a great night tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Anytime, Bob. Thank you. Great way to start. Buzzer beater to talk about basketball. (laughs) What a fantastic way to start the evening. Don't forget, send us pictures, videos, scores, whatever information you have at IND Sports Talk, hashtag IST. Short break. We'll come back and talk some more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We have games to talk about tonight. Got a good one coming up tomorrow, the Indianapolis City Tournament. Two games, Cathedral, Chittard in the game, in the first game. Addicts and Covenant Christian in game two. Ken Roseman, the head coach at Chittard, joins me. Kenny, thank you so much for the time, and congratulations to you and your guys on a, uh, a pretty good run to this point. You guys are playing great. Yeah, we're playing well, Coach. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate the opportunity. 
Any time, any time. So you start the year, you didn't think you'd be seventh in uh, in three A at this stage, did you? Well, coach, we don't really look at rankings like that. I know we had a great group of right. seniors last year that that kind of uh, set the culture for this group coming in. Very inexperienced group. Um, this they were JV guys last year. All but one player. Right. From the, all but JV. All but. Uh, one player played significant varsity minutes last year, um, had a really good JV record last year. We didn't know what they could be, but they're, they're, they're stepping up and getting experience each game. Well, uh, that's that's how you build programs. I mean, uh, culture, guys buying in, doing those kinds of things, and you, you certainly have that going on. So uh, tell me uh, how, you, how you feel about where your team is, obviously – as you pointed out, you know they're going to be playing in uh, a rather impressive matchup tomorrow with a very good Cathedral team. But you talked about the growth and maturation of this team. Who's making you go? What makes this team do what they do? Well, from a stat standpoint, we have a senior in Robert Davidson. Uh, uh, Kyle Neddenrip was able to watch our game last night against Heritage Christian. It was the first time that he actually been out and seen us play. And Robert had a phenomenal evening. Um, led us in scoring with 15 points. He's been he's our leading scorer currently, averaging about 16 a game. Mm-hmm. It's just his maturation and his mental toughness has kind of been leading us along the way. We look for him for our scoring. Um, guys are getting him the ball. It's just they have accepted their roles. Um, got another kid, freshman. My son is kind of our second leading scorer. I mean, from a stats perspective, but this right. group doesn't worry about their stats. You know, it's like they just want to win. They play hard. Uh, most of the guys are coming from a state championship from football, so they bring us that toughness. Right. Um, right. So they, they know how to win, and they, they all like each other. That's important. You know, they, they're friends on and off the court. The brotherhood is special, and it's like – we tell them every day uh, we, we, we got a pretty solid team when they stay together and then they stay focused. And I got some pretty good coaches around me, too, that help get the scouting reports ready and uh, did a pretty good job on Miles Tobin last night. Semifinals of the Indianapolis City Tournament tomorrow night. Cathedral taking on Chittard. Addicts will play Covenant Christian. All right, give me the, the scouting report on uh, this Cathedral team. Uh, really, really talented guys. Um, obviously, you know, lost a couple of those guys, but they are they're still very good. Yeah, I mean, on paper, we we don't stand a chance, but we 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 know the games at six o'clock. We're going to show up. We're going to play hard. We're going to play Chittard basketball, and we're going to give it our best shot. You know, I mean, we're going up against some D1 players, and we we don't care about any of that. We're just going to go out there and try to execute and play our game and, you know, let the pieces lie where they lay. Chittard taking on Cathedral, semifinal game number one tomorrow night uh, for the Indianapolis City Tournament. Ken Roseman, thanks so much. Chittard coming in number seven in 3A. Kenny, always great to talk to you. Good luck tomorrow night. Coach, appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Basketball, lots of basketball. Speaking of tomorrow, let's look ahead to Sunday. Pairing show for the girls' tournament pairings. 
for the state championship coming up 5 to 7 p.m. on the IHSA Champions Network. Greg Rickstraw and I will be live from the IHSAA headquarters telling you who's going to be playing whom. A lot going on. It's a pressure-packed night, not only for all of you fans and players and coaches. It is for the two of us. So we're going to try to have some fun. Scoreboard update coming up on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. All right, let's pivot to girls' high school basketball scores. Angola took uh, took to the court against one of my favorite names to pronounce, Churubusco. Angola emerged the winners 54-31 to in that game. Belmont took on Huntington North. It was a close one, only decided by three, with Belmont winning 40-37. Blackford took to the court against Frankton, 65-50 to in favor of Blackford in that one. Westfield and Brownsburg also had a close matchup. Brownsburg would win this game 41-38. to Candleton won by a dime over Washington Catholic, 47-37. Carroll beat Tri-Central, 45-31. Carroll Fort Wayne defeated Fort Wayne South, 71-31. Central Noble took a, a, took on Eastside, Central Noble winning, 44-37. Clinton Prairie defeated Eastern Greentown, 52-5. Columbus North took on Bloomington North, 46-36 in favor of Columbus North in that one. Danville was up over Western Boone, 59-38. South Bend St. Joseph and Elkhart played earlier, and it was 72-31 in favor of Elkhart. Fairfield and Westview played, 59-14 in favor of Fairfield. Then we got the Fort Wayne Trilogy. Fort Wayne Lures defeated Fort Wayne Dwanger, 54-30. Fort Wayne Northrop beat Fort Wayne, 62-27. And Fort Wayne Snyder defeated Fort Wayne Concordia, 58 to 42. Pacers were trailing by as much as 13. They clawed their way back to only being down by 8, and now they're losing by 14 to the Nuggets in the second quarter. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. So, um... We've said it before, I want to just remind everyone, the uh, pairings for the girls' state championship will be coming up on Sunday from 5 until 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Greg Rakestraw and I will be live from the IHSAA headquarters, bringing you all that information, and then... Uh, afterwards, you can go to IHSAA.org for all of the uh, particular pairings. So uh, if you haven't seen a pairing show, let me walk you through what's going on. Uh, we'll start with 1A, uh, work our way toward 4A. We'll also uh, talk about some regional matchups. Regionals, uh, it's it's different now. You, you know, a little change of format uh, coming up. So um, that's we'll walk you through. We'll walk you through all of that coming up on Sunday. Basketball tonight, Jasper 53-42 winners over Forest Park from WITZ in Jasper. Chris Norton joins us. Hello, Chris. Hey, Coach. Glad to be with you. Great to have you. You're an alumnus of the show, so you know you're always welcome. So good win for the Wildcats tonight against the Rangers. Yeah, on homecoming to boot two, topping a county rival. Coach, it was a game of runs. Jasper looked like they were going to jump out big early, 18-6. to six. Forest Park would answer with a run. They would score 27-6. to six. They would take advantage of the Wildcats' defense kind of backing off a bit. The Cats were down nine, a well-placed John Gable timeout, and Jasper would answer on a 10-0 run. They would never give the lead back. 53-42 uh, your final, and Jasper looking ahead to Evansville-Harrison tomorrow. 
should be uh, tr- quite the matchup. So tell me, you know, games are run, so tell me uh, just exactly how the Cats are able to do this. Well, it started early feeding the ball inside to Griff Heil, Will Wallace. They were able to get their shots, and then Forrest Park kind of figured them out defensively, and, and once they answered with you know, trading a trading a punch back to them. Jasper started to settle back, kind of fell in love with the three ball. And before they knew it, Forrest Park had jumped out front. Reed Howard, Jace Berg doing a lot of work combining for, I believe it was 11 points uh, of their second quarter point. So they were able to wrestle that lead away. And then Jasper back on their heels in front of a crowd of, I mean, it was over 2,500. were looking for answers and whatever uh, message John Gable sent to them there at that break. It was enough to get them going in the right direction. Grant Young and assist to Carter Moody, who, by the way, would have 24 points on the night and, and one, and, and they would never look back 34 to 33 at that point. I mean, the Wildcats looked more comfortable heading down the home stretch. Well, you know what? They, they, it's, what's fun from a coaching standpoint is to see your guys get better uh, and better and better. And uh, it sounds like that's what's going on right now. It is. I, th- I think they've settled into their starting five, their rotation. Um, they're winners of four straight now, Coach. Uh, they've taken down Washington, Evansville, wow. North, Southridge, now Forest Park. Uh, true test against Evansville, Harrison. That'll be a big one within the SIAC. And then they've got Northeast Dubois next week with a chance to sweep the county. So one of those big goals you're always talking about, the high school basketball coach, and they've got a chance to do so this year. Well, tell me who plays well for Forest Park tonight. Let's give some love to the Rangers, too. Oh, absolutely. And you still might hear from Corbin Lingenfelter. He had the call over on WQKZ. I'm happy. Uh, Reed, yeah. yeah. Okay. Reed Howard went for 17 tonight, knocked down a pair of threes, some free throws, too. Scored eight of those points in the third quarter. Jaceberg was also great, one of their leading scorers. He had eight of his 12 in quarter number two. Really fueled that comeback without him. Uh, Could have looked a lot different at the final score. Outside of those two, Trevor Berg had eight as well. They've got a lot of youth on this team coming up through the pipeline, Mm -hmm. too. But if they give the effort and and turn things out like they did tonight, the rest of this uh, postseason push and then on to the postseason, they're going to be a really tough out. I want to say they're probably the toughest 4-10 and team in the state. I mean, they, they They've just played a handful of really solid teams throughout their schedule. Right. right. He's Chris Norton from WITZ in Jasper. Jasper beating Forest Park tonight, 53-42. Chris, as always, it's great to talk to you. Have a great weekend. You too. Enjoy, and we'll be listening down here in Dubois County for the pairing show, the pairing show on Sunday. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yes, the pairing show, as I mentioned. We'll start at 1A, work our way up to 4A. Um, Greg, Greg Sherrill, and I will be live. Now, it's um, it's not an easy show to do, to be honest. I mean, we our, our, our goal is to talk about every sectional. While we may not be able to talk about every school, we will, in fact, try to uh, talk about every sectional. 64 of them in the state do the math uh so we're on for two hours so we're we're move we're moving along and uh, so uh you know in advance that's kind of what we uh, that's kind of what we're doing so coming up uh after this uh school board update at the top of the hour greg rakestraw will join me and he and i'll go than the fact that he's memorized every team and every player and every coach for the last 20 years. And so he'll do his customary uh, uh, bringing in his uh, one-inch thick uh, 
pages of notes and then not refer to him during the broadcast. He's he's incredible. Uh, the the phenomenon continues. I um, I'd like to say I'm just a pretty face, but that's well, I think we know that's not true. So we're going to be there Sunday, and we encourage all of you to join us on many of these same great stations around the state uh, Sunday night. So. Be with us. We've got a lot more high school basketball to talk about. Fun day of uh, college basketball tomorrow. Again, Ball State's at Kent State tonight, so uh, we're going to talk about that game. But tomorrow, Indiana State on the road at Murray State. That'll be a tough one. Boston College at Notre Dame. Uh, I was saddened to hear that Mike Bray is retiring. Um, glad he's doing it on his own. He's a great guy, wonderful for the sport, wonderful, just a great, great human being. Drake's at Evansville. UDM, University of Detroit Mercy, is at IUPUI. Greg Raystraw and I, since we don't spend enough time together, we're doing that game tomorrow. Uh, Valpo's at Illinois State. Fort Wayne at Northern Kentucky. Uh, McKendry at UND, Mount Vernon Nazarene at Marion, Taylor at Spring Arbor, Indiana Westland at St. Francis, Wabash at Oberlin, Mount Vernon Nazarene at Marion, Bethel at Goshen, just to name a few. Get out and watch a game in your uh, area. Watch some great small college ball. Greg Rakestraw will join me after the scoreboard update. This is Indiana Sports Talk.